Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the cultures of the world together. And when we listen to real people, to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our humanity without our differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Valeria Vranja. Valeria is a Moldovan girl living in Aarhus, Denmark. She is studying at VIA University College, Faculty of Global Nutrition and Health, as well as being an eyebrow master. Valeria loves reading books, watching movies and documentaries, as well as swimming. Valeria moved from Moldova to Denmark independently. She makes her own money and does not need financial help from her family, and she is constantly working to grow her success, her emotional maturity, and her self-development. Valeria, how are you today? I'm very fine. It's just uh, a bit rainy and sad outside, but yeah, I'm trying to enjoy it anyway. Well, we'll create the good sunny vibes with this interview, I hope. And to begin this conversation with a nice question that helps me to begin understanding you more. If your friends could describe your personality in Moldova and your new friends in Denmark, what would they say about you and would they say a different part of your personality when they speak about your essence? So um, if we talk about my best friends, uh, that we are friends for a longer time from Moldova, I think they would say that I'm a very friendly and open person, but in the same time, um, I'm very, I, I filter very good the people and um, I'm also very caring about my friends and my family and I would do everything for them. Um, I also think they would say I'm, uh, I'm funny <laughs> and I am uh, a good communicator and uh, I always, I'm the one that always helps them when they have some problems or some, um, yeah, or maybe they need some pieces of advice for something, I'm always there to help them. And um, I am a person that really um, is trying to develop herself and all the, time, all the time I'm trying to inform myself about different things also in my field of nutrition, but also in other things. Thank you, Valeria. That is really interesting. And I noticed you spoke about your best friends saying that you're open, you're friendly, 
Does this mean when you meet new people or maybe when you first went to Denmark, you had some kind of poker face or rest and bitch face where new people can think, oh my God, she looks so angry or intimidating while in reality you are friendly? Or are you constantly smiling even in the rain and people think you're open even if they don't know you yet? That's a funny question because actually many people tell me that if they're just looking at me, um, I really have this kind of face that you said. <laughs> but um, when I start to talk with them, it's completely different usually. So it can happen when I'm just staying maybe alone, thinking about something. But uh, yeah, if we start to interact and to talk, they see that it's not really like that. Thank you. And I'm curious, since you had the experience of meeting new people from a totally different culture and country... When you meet new people, let's say in Denmark, what is the most interesting thing for you that makes you think, oh my God, this is my kind of person, I want to become friends with them or whatever? Is it their energy that you feel like comfortable with them right away? Is it their stories that they have life experience and you think I can learn from this person? Is it that they have similar values and principles and thoughts to you? Or do you find it hard to make new friends in Denmark that maybe people have their own culture and are more close to making new friends at an older age compared to Moldova growing up since children with your friends? To be honest, it's a bit complicated for me sometimes with people from other countries. But maybe it's not only about the country, but how you said the values and principles in the life. Because I tend to become friends with people that are more similar to me. And we can share the same ideas and the same thoughts. And um, like I'm interested to meet also other new people and we are talking and everything but um, to become like really good friends i need them yes to be on the same vibe let's say it's also important the energy because i want positive people in my life i want yeah like you stay with them and you feel just you feel good you know not people that are pessimistic or things like that because it influences you in a way thank you And I'm sure it was a difficult decision to decide to move from Moldova to Denmark and you're using your own money. You are responsible for everything. If at any point something needs to be paid, you make the money to make that happen. How is that experience for you? Do you like having responsibility and being independent and making all the choices Or maybe you think you have no choice if you want a better future, that's the only way? Or how was that decision for you? What motivated you to go into the unknown? Um, it's actually very good for me because I'm an independent person in general and I don't really like to depend on others. So um, when I was living with my parents... I was a bit annoyed with the fact that when I want to buy something, I need to ask for money. And um, 
I'm not coming from a very rich family, you know, so it was not so easy and all the time you need to ask and maybe sometimes you cannot do what you want because of someone else. And um, I mean, it's obvious when you are young with your parents, but now I'm I'm actually really happy and comfortable because now I have my own money. I um, manage them in the way I want. Um, I decide if I want to buy something or to spend them on uh, going somewhere in another country for a weekend or not spending them at all because I will save them. So, uh, yeah, I actually really like it very much. And in general, to make my own decisions and uh, to manage my own uh, apartment and everything. I'm very happy for you and I'm sure it feels amazing. And I'm curious, since Eyebrow Master, what you do is a big part of your independence. Is it something you do because you love it? You see maybe yourself as an artist and uh, the faces are your canvas and you're creating art in every way? Or did you find you have a talent for it and therefore you're being logical and pragmatic to use it for your independence or you wanted to do it for yourself at first and then you thought, wow, I like this, I can do it well, I can do it then for others. How was the story and how is your experience when you're doing eyebrows? Uh, so I'm not doing it so often now, let's say. But yeah, it started be before coming to Denmark because the summer when I decided to come, I thought that it's a good idea to make a course to be able to make my own eyebrows as well. Because unfortunately, in uh, European countries, it's a bit complicated to find a good master. And it's usually Eastern European girls that are doing qualitative work. So I decided to learn it also for me, but I thought it's also a good opportunity to make also some extra money because um, because there are girls that are searching for it. And um, yeah, I can just do some, some extra money for me besides the job that I will need to have. Thank you. And since you don't do it that often, I imagine most of your time is busy studying uh, global nutrition, and health why this field when did you discover your interest in it how was the choice to choose this compared to any other topic or subject you could have chosen um so i liked to cook a lot also with my father we cooked a lot together and then uh, when i was in high school i kind of started to be interested more in uh, medicine stuff let's say to be honest, I forgot a bit how I how I arrived to choose nutrition. I I really don't remember how it happened. Um, but yeah, I I think this cooking stuff with also the medicine and also like nutrition is a big part of our life and it really influences a lot. So um, I thought that it's um it's better to help people to prevent some diseases and some problems than to treat them. 100%. And I noticed you spoke about cooking, how you used to cook with your father. I imagine you still love 
cooking. What fascinates you most about the act of cooking? Is it maybe do you love to please people somehow and you make something tasty and they eat it, you feel useful and validated or it's for you like a meditation where you can stop your thoughts and just feel in the moment enjoying the different sensations and smells while you're cooking or it reminds your family and home and it feels good because of that or what is so interesting for you about cooking i think it's a part of everything you said together because um, i also like to prepare food for someone and to see that they enjoy it i also like when i make it and i see that i managed to do a great job and i enjoy it or um, sometimes i just uh, i'm uh, in a very cooking mood and uh, yeah i can start to make like three dishes for the whole week mm, and i think it's also about my family because um, i guess when i cooked with my father it was not only about cooking but maybe also about spending time with them and then to prepare it for my brother and for my mom so maybe it also reminds me of my family because i also used to cook many times some traditional food that we cooked at home. Thank you. And it's interesting you're speaking about traditional food. So for you, if you could describe to the world, what is the culture of a young Moldovan girl? What characteristics do you have? And I'm sure that when you went to Denmark, you noticed what is different between the culture there and it helped you understand the Moldovan culture even more by contrast. So let's say someone never visited Moldova. They're curious to understand how are the people, how are you, um, a girl your age in 2023 almost already, are you 100% Moldovan and what does that mean? Or because of Hollywood, you're a bit of a mix of uh, US with some British London attitudes, with some Korean K-pop vibes, with some anime Japanese uh, influences, and you became a mix of the world? Or how would you describe it? Mm, I think I'm quite a traditional girl, let's say. And uh, even if I live the third year now in Europe, I still have some like big roots from my country. And um, <clears throat> I think I don't get very influenced for, uh, from other cultures, even if I'm interested to get to know them. Um, so uh, our people are very open, are very friendly. When you go to someone's uh, place to visit them, it's always a lot of food because I guess food is a big part, let's say, of our gatherings and um, of um, yeah, family gatherings and uh, social events that we have. Maybe for other people to understand better, uh, it's like... It's similar to other Eastern European countries, for example, Ukraine. We even have many common dishes because in the past we were in the Soviet Union. So we had a big influence from that time also in the food, in culture, in the way of thinking. Uh, so it's, uh, it's both good and bad. 
the influence. Uh, I am I am proud of how our people are. I still need I still think that we need to improve some things in um, the way we are thinking. But in the same time, I think that our traditional way of thinking and the roots we have are really unique and they have um, good influence on on our people. Thank you. Three things that are related. You said there are some things that could be improved. What does that mean? You said you're a traditional girl. Can you explain what does that mean in 2022? And now in Denmark, would you live in Western Europe for the rest of your life or plan to return to Moldova or why or why not? I'm really curious about this. So when I said about improvement, um, it's about the older generations in our country, because uh, how I said, the influence that we had from the Soviet Union is also in some cases not the best. Some people are very conservative, like too much, and we, they are not really open to changes. And um, also we have some problems with the political things and the direction people choose to go, which is not the best. And many people, unfortunately, are not really informed well. Uh, but um, I really see a big difference in my generation, for example, and many of um, my friends uh, also moved in other countries to study. And uh, you can really see a huge difference in the way we think and we perceive the life. But in the same time, we have this traditional way of thinking in us. I, I, it's a bit complicated to explain. I think it's like a mix between some European uh, way of thinking um, to be a bit more open-minded, to know more things, to inform yourself about everything you hear, not just to believe, for example, what someone is telling you, but in the same time, not to go too far away with these things and to be realistic and, yeah, to take the things correctly. I'm not sure about um, moving in another country, moving back or staying here. It's still a thing I'm trying to figure out. But I, ha I have time because I'm doing my university now and then I'm thinking about a master. So I'm trying to let the time show me what I should do. Because how I said, I like the, some things in my country, but I like some things here. So it would be nice to have, you know, a country that is perfect and have a mix of everything you want. But unfortunately, it cannot be like that. So I'll just try to figure out the, to prior, prioritize the things and to understand what it's most important to have. Thank you. That's very, very wise. And from your perspective... Are you a person who is decisive? Do you make decisions easily? Are you confident about life, about your plans, about how you look, etc.? Or do you find it difficult to make decisions? You hesitate a lot and think, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, and of the consequences. 
and sometimes maybe because of social media or whatever there is comparison to other people which reduces self-confidence what's your perspective on that it's a bit complicated for me to make decisions i guess it's because i am um, an overthinker and i analyze everything a lot i'm analyzing what is happening now what can happen in consequence of the decision I'm making. So, uh, and obviously I understand it cannot be perfect, but in the same time, I am a bit afraid of some um, risks that this decision can have. Um, I don't know if social media influences me very much. I'm also trying to filter the information and what I get on my social media feed. And even sometimes uh, maybe I can see some perfect life on someone's Instagram. And for several seconds, you're thinking, oh my God, I also want like that, why I don't have. But then I'm trying to remember that a big part of this is not really true or it's not really how we see it. So um, yeah, I'm trying to calm down and not to, to take this in my mind for too much. Thank you. And to finish, you said you're living abroad now for three years. If you could go back to your early teenage uh, Valeria and give her some advice about life that maybe other girls can be inspired by, what would you say to your younger self? What are some things you learned about the world and life or some things maybe you thought before that are wrong and you want to say that to your young yourself, what would be that advice? I think I would uh, say to myself younger to try to be more prepared for differences that I can find out in other countries because it's a bit complicated for me sometimes to accept how different people are or how different some cultures are. So, um, yeah, and maybe also that it's not really how you plan and how you thought it will be in the end, but um, you should try to adapt and not to take the things maybe too emotionally or too seriously because um, it will pass anyway. And maybe something... It seems like a very big problem now, but in one year or maybe later, it will seem like nothing. So yes, I think this is the most important you need to have in your mind. Thank you so much, Valeria. This was my privilege, my honor, such a wonderful way to share your experience, your opinions, your wisdom with the world. I wish you success. I wish you the perfect master's degree and thank you again for participating. Thank you for inviting me and um, I hope people that will listen to this podcast will take something interesting from it and maybe inspirational.